Well, if you wondered why the uh, the King's Throne was empty here in the middle, our fifth chair, it's because uh, Tim Elkhorn, radio play-by-play guy for the Cavs, now occupies. That's the hot seat. Welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. I like the hot seat better than the King's chair, I'll yeah. tell you that. Well, they both apply. I mean, they both apply. So, we've got a lot of questions about our Cavaliers. How do you feel they're coming into the playoffs? Do you, th- do you think I, I, Last night was a was a little odd, but how, how do you think they're uh, they're trending into the playoffs right now? Oh, I think they're in great shape yeah. going into the postseason. Uh, they're relatively healthy. I yeah. mean, Isaac and Jared missed last night, but uh, they're playing good basketball. I think JB has settled in somewhat on the on the bench rotation. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is playing at an elite level right now, and to me, they're a playoff basketball team because they're built from the defense first. Mm-hmm. So I think they're in great shape heading into postseason. Yeah. Do you think I, I was complaining that Donovan Mitchell shot too much yesterday? I feel like they're better. Thirty-three shots. I feel like they're better when they're a little more balanced. I don't know. Am I crazy? Well, Donovan is a volume scorer, so yeah. he's going to shoot the basketball. Shots. Well, he, he had forty-four <laughs> points, though. I mean, it wasn't as though he, he was throwing up bricks. I mean, fair. he shot five of twelve from beyond the arc last night. So. Uh, sometimes when you're feeling it like that, and yeah. he is, he was especially in the second half. Yeah. Uh, when a guy's in a zone like that, especially an elite scorer, you just feed him the basketball. I, I agree. I ain't got no problem with it. Pull up. You say that now, but wait till you get in playoff games and the game slow down and you need a bucket and only two by guys that yeah, can put. But see, you can't win with one guy doing everything in the playoffs. Unless oh, his name is LeBron. I've seen, you know, in the playoffs, Arianas closers take off. I've, I've, I've seen Curry. I've seen Jordan. I've seen them take over. Now, granted, he's not going to do that every game. I think it's a case-to-case scenario. I love Donovan, but he ain't Curry. He ain't LeBron. He ain't Michael. Or it, it feels like yeah. now, uh, Tim, that they're probably settling into the four. I mean, there for a while, it looked like that's definitely where they were. And then all of a sudden, they look up, and they're a game and a half behind Philly. They still, Philly has the edge, so they have to, you know, finish a game better than them. But they're running out of time. Let's just assume for now that they sit in the four. And right now, the Knicks are in the five. How do you see that matchup if that's the one we get in the first round? How do we match up against the Knicks? I think that's a very intriguing matchup. And, of course, we may have a preview of that Friday night right. uh, at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. But, uh, you know, usually, historically, in the NBA, that 4-5 matchup is the most competitive in the first round. They're right. two generally evenly matched ball clubs, and I think you'll have that with the Cavaliers and the Knicks. Yeah. Uh, I think Donovan is the X factor in that in right. that series. Yeah, definitely. If it, if it proves to be the case, uh, New York's got their two big guys uh, with Robinson and, of course, Randall. We've got ours with Jared and Evan. Yeah. Uh, of course, you got point guard play with Brunson and Garland. Uh, I don't know if the Knicks have anybody that really no. matches up with Donovan Mitchell, aside from the fact that he'll just be fueled yeah. uh, to play the New York Knicks in a first-round playoff series. Sure. The Knicks have been great on the road for whatever reason. They're one of the few teams better on the road. You rarely see that in the NBA. And they're well-coached, obviously. I, I think it's it should be a good series, but I expect the Cavs to win. I, I'm, if they don't, it's going to be a huge disappointment. Well, I, I think it's huge that the Cavs will have home court advantage <laughs> yeah. in the first round yeah. uh, because you're talking about guys that have never tasted postseason basketball. Yeah. Uh, Darius Garland, Isaac Okoro, Evan Mobley, and it's a whole different animal. A- anybody that's been around NBA playoff basketball will tell you until you experience it, uh, yeah. you don't really know what it's all about. So for the Cavs to kind of jump into that pool, uh, at least they'll do it with the first two games at home to get acclimated to playoff pressure and what that entails. So 
Uh, I think it's going to be, a, if it ends up being the Cavs and the Knicks, I think it would be a dogfight of a series. Do you think that the, the young core guys, you know, the Darius, the Evan, yeah, they've been playing well, but when they get to that postseason, are they able to go with Donovan? Do you think he can pull that out of them, that greatness that they need to be in the playoffs? So it's a two-part question. So I would say yes. I think the team recognizes mm -hmm. that with Donovan having the playoff experience that he had with Utah, and certainly he's exemplified the fact that he can carry a basketball team on his shoulders if he has to. Uh, yes, they, they will certainly say Donovan knows all about postseason basketball. He's the guy that can kind of lead us through the wilderness. Mm -hmm. On the flip side, uh, the second part of your question, Donovan has displayed unbelievable leadership with the basketball team this year. And I think uh, they'll lean on him as far as what playoff basketball is all about. I know those conversations have already started uh, with Donovan and with mm -hmm. DG and with Evan Mobley. Uh, that's why the acquisition of Donovan was so huge because he's that veteran guy that has gone deep into the playoffs. And by the way, when he was with Utah, his playoff numbers went up in every single category mm -hmm. over his regular season numbers. Right. He scored wow. more points per game. He had more rebounds per game. He had more assists per game when the Jazz got to postseason. So, absolutely, I think they'll lean on him, and obviously uh, his guidance will then lead the team uh, in that first round. Mike clock has officially struck noon, which means I have to remind everybody that lunch hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show <laughs> is sponsored by Colleague Racing, the official NASCAR team of Northeast Ohio. Back to Tim. Tim, I know you mentioned the game Friday against the Knicks, and typically it's, it's likely going to be meaningless in terms of jockeying, but I look at this as a game that they really do not want to lose because you talk about the importance of home court. I feel like if, if, the, if both teams come out, play their starters, and play to win the game, and the Knicks walk out of here with a win, I think they come into the playoff series with the knowledge that we only got to take one at their place and hold serve I think it's a, a huge game for the Cavs as they get in, ready to go in the playoffs. Am I overstating that? Um, I've never been a huge believer in, in statement games, those right. type of things, uh, especially when you're looking at a best-of-seven series. You know, maybe in football, where if you beat a team during the regular season and now you get them one time in the mm -hmm. playoffs, you kind of made your statement earlier. Mm -hmm. Basketball is a little bit of a different animal. And by the way, I have a theory about home court advantage. I think the lower seeded team if you want to use that word I think they need to win two I, I'd like to look in at case the, you slip up at home right which most I, teams do and I'd like to look at that historically I may get a hold of Elias yeah right and because yeah. I want to know it how would many be interesting to see how many times has a lower seed won a best of seven series by only winning one <laughs> on the road yeah right? that they completely hold serve right on their home floor I, right. I'd like to see the numbers in that. I, I think the Cavs could go into Madison Square Garden and grab a game. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Oh, no So doubt. now you're forcing the Knicks to win two sure. here at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. I, I'd like to see the historical numbers on yeah, that. Yeah, I would too. I think it would be really interesting because th the assumption is that you are going to hold serve at home, and that's that's a risky proposition. I mean, you know, especially you know, if the yeah. Cavs don't do it, it would be hard for the Knicks Who, to do it Who's too. the second guy they're leaning on? Uh, I've seen Mobley. Uh, he, he's looked, he a huge game he's looked tremendous in yeah. uh, the loudest stretch. Um, but Gar Gar Darius Garland is the guy who has the ball the majority of the time. Wh which guy do you think is going to have the most impact besides Donovan Mitchell if they need a big shot or, or they need somebody to step up? 
That's a great question, and I would think it's going to depend upon the matchup, and it's going to depend upon maybe who has the hot hand that night. Evan Mobley has really picked up his yeah. game mm -hmm. uh, since the first of the year. His his repertoire mm -hmm. on the offensive end of the floor has really expanded and really grown. So uh, I don't think the Cavs would be uncomfortable having Evan be that second guy, and certainly DG has shown that he can step up and knock down big shots. And really, if you're the opposition with the Cavaliers' backcourt, it's choose your poison. I mean, if you're going to chase Donovan Mitchell all over the floor and double-team and trap him, uh, you're taking your chances with DG. So uh, I think Evan has really developed as that third guy who could also step into that second guy role if they really swarm the backcourt. So It's a good problem to have. Yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> You've got yes, depth. You've got options. Evan Mobley right. last night was one block away from a quadruple nickel. Bye -bye. I'm coining that term. I'm coining that term right now. Yeah, I don't think it's going to catch on. No? It hasn't yet. It hasn't yet. I've heard stuff like that before. I don't like it, but I have heard stuff. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think I'll be using that. Come on, Tim. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd be the first and the last. Yeah, you're probably right. Quadruple. Right. We're going to have to fire you now. <laughs> so let me ask you this, because I always like to look ahead, and I know you shouldn't do this. You take one series at a time. I certainly hope the Cavs aren't doing this. But I like to look at, okay, so if you are in the four, that means that if you do get past the Knicks and provided the Bucks the hold serve, then you start looking down the road. Is there a preference for you between Milwaukee and Boston? Who do you think? I'm not asking who you think the better team is, because that would be a different answer. Who does this Cavs team match up better against? Well, I think if you look at the regular season, the Cavaliers have played the Celtics very, very yeah. well. But I all think those they wins match were up. overtime, weren't they? Right. Great games. All of them. Exactly. Yeah. But it wasn't as though Boston blew the Cavs out. You're right. I, I think it's a pretty even matchup with Boston. I think they can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Milwaukee, but Giannis is a whole oh, different guy. I he's mean, an animal. Right. He is just an elite NBA player. And he's a tough matchup no matter who takes on Milwaukee. There's a reason Milwaukee's sitting number one in the Eastern Conference right yeah. now. So, not that I have a preference, but I think if you look back on the regular season, the Cavs have shown yeah. we can battle Boston. Hey, that we, number we, one seat, I mean, right now Milwaukee's up two and a half games. They've split their first two. They're playing tomorrow night. So, Milwaukee wins that game, it's over. They basically lock up the one seat. If Boston wins tomorrow, though. It's in play. They'd have the tiebreaker and only be down one and a half games. So, yeah. then it would still I, be I'm play. telling you this, man. We're getting kind of soft. I'm, I'm, I'm all for wishing minimal injuries on players in the playoffs. Giannis <laughs> needs to You twist. always bring it up, though. Whoa, whoa, you whoa. Don't, don't, don't go there. I go there all the time. He always brings that. Don't you, 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 you want to get hurt you, on the you other think team? I don't care about a sprained ankle. We've been trying to get you up out of here. Y'all just listen. If you happen to twist an ankle and, and you don't create, it's like, not career ending. I don't like karma hey, like that. Pull hamstrings. I love them to death, Giannis. Come I, on now. I don't like. I don't like. I don't need because then you start. Then it starts happening. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It I don't want to put that out there. Hey, listen. I'm already the pin, dog. I didn't have enough injuries. Put it back on me. It comes back on me. I'm not saying you. You. I'm saying the. Cavs. So let me ask you, Tim, about JB Bickerstaff. You know, I don't, I don't, I think he's fairly a young coach. This will probably be one of his first. Is this his first postseason, or has he? Did he do it with? I don't think he did it with Memphis, right? He he was with Houston as their interim coach and got yep. him to the postseason. Okay. Uh, he's gone deep into the playoffs as an assistant coach with Minnesota when Flip Saunders oh, had wow. that team yeah. with Kevin Garnett yeah. and okay. that group. Okay. So. 
Uh, I think JB is the perfect coach for this basketball team. He's a player's coach. He understands NBA basketball, having grown up in the game with his dad, Bernie Bickerstaff, mm -hmm. who, of course, is a legendary right. NBA coach. Uh, JB really has the pulse of the locker room. Uh, the players, I know it's a cliche, but I'll say it, that the, they'd run through a wall for JB. Uh, I just think he's an outstanding coach, and the job that he has done to sell these guys on the defensive end of the floor. You got to remember uh, when JB came on as the interim coach, uh, when he replaced John Beeline, the Cavs were at the bottom of the league, mm -hmm. the bottom in yeah. every defensive category. Now they're at the top. They're at right. the top of the league in defensive rating. They're at the top of the league in opponents' points per game. They're at the top of the league in holding opponents under 100 points. I think it's 23 times now. I mean, he has completely transformed the mentality. And when you're talking about a young basketball team, that's challenging. To that's go, usually the last piece that they, they get. They, yeah. Right. It's the and to sell well, them on defense, yeah. we're going to win with the defensive end yeah. of the floor. I think a lot of twos Mobley came in like further along on defense than he was on offense, right, when he first came in the league. But when it, when it comes to um, – the Cavs and the, I forgot what I was going to ask. I was I was I've got one. That's okay. You yeah, think of it. Ahead. I've got one. Trying to kill Yesterday time, we I, talked I about Karis LeVert and how he's found some mythical switch. <laughs> like <laughs> it, it, it's we put his it was switch. Gonna be, who was going to be on the court at the end of the game? Nah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can answer that yeah. in a second. I don't know if we still have those That's graphics, but these graphics really are stunning. We did this yesterday. When you look at his numbers from February to March. Uh, what the hell's gotten into him? Did, it, it, he took the braids Did JB out. have a talk to him? Has he been challenged? These numbers aren't just statistical yeah. anomalies. It's almost like somebody else inherited his body. Yeah, I mean, doubled his points per game, uh, about 9% in field goal percentage, doubled his three-point percentage. Which is stunning. Yeah. Um, well, it's interesting. I had a chat with uh, Karis last night before the game down in Atlanta, yeah. and he said it's the best stretch of basketball that he's had in his career. Wow. Is it confidence related, do you think? I think so. Uh, I also think that physically uh, he's feeling as good as he's ever felt. Uh, you know, his name got tossed around during the trade deadline, right, and right, I think. Right. Once, I wondered if that was a wake up call. I don't know if it was a wake up call, but <laughs> I think. He now feels like I'm here. Right. I'm a part of this group. Yeah. You know, right. these guys are human beings just like we all are. And when you hear your name swirling around, uh, as much as they get paid to play professional basketball and they understand the business of the game and right. trades are possible, when that trade deadline passes and you realize I'm a part of this team, I'm yeah. a part of this group, it, it takes some of that tension away. And Boy, he's been thriving as he of late. He's, he's played great. terrific yeah. basketball. So, Tim, at the end of the game with the big four guys, is it him on the floor? Is it Rubio? Is it Lamar Stevens? Is it Okoro? Like, who's going to get those minutes to, at closing time in a, in a tight game late? Danny when, so, when you say big four, Mitchell, Garland, Allen, Mobley? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I think it depends upon if the Cavs are on offense, if they're on defense. Sure. Generally, you'll see JB switch out. Okoro in the game if the Cavs need to make a stop right, right, sure. at the end of the game. If they need offense at the end of the game, yeah. you'll see Levert on the okay. floor. We saw that in Brooklyn last right. Thursday night right. when Levert was on the floor, made the great basketball decision rather than hoisting up the shot, found Okoro it's in a the hell corner. Of a pass, too. Great I pass. Mean, it's unreal. And to have that presence of mind to look up and see that clock winding down, right. but see Okoro in the corner and realize I still have time. 
So I, I think it's going to depend upon what the situation is in the game, whether they need offense, whether they need defense. And then generally defensively, JB has been putting Isaac out there, who's a tremendous defensive player. And if they need a shot or a pass, uh, it'll be either Rubio or Levert. But I'm not JB, so put yeah, that, you know, don't put that in stone. Ahead, Tim, I got, a, I got a question for you. You see, or I guess at this point you've seen almost every team in the league play at least once. And when you look at the landscape of the NBA today, it's more space and shoot threes than ever before. With the Cavs having two bigs and Allen and Mobley, who neither is a particularly efficient three-point shooter, do you think they can win a championship as currently constructed with two bigs who neither really stretches the floor to the three-point line? Win a championship this year? Just in general with those two as pillars of the team if they don't develop an outside shot. Oh, I, I think the Cavs would readily admit uh, they need a shooter. They yeah. need a pure shooter. So not yeah. that I'm looking forward to the offseason already. But, yeah, right. uh, I think no, that, but th that's, that's the glaring light. That's, that's been flashing all year, really. Right. We know that that's, that's what the, where they've got to get better. Right. So can they win an NBA championship without that pure shooter? I don't know. I think that's the that's the need that they will address. Yeah. But uh, believe me, they're they've got this core four uh, that you alluded to. So it's not <coughs> as though they got to revamp this thing. Right. Uh, they got to add a piece here or there. But for the most part, uh, they're very very close. Do you think Mobley has the game to develop a better three point shot? I know he works on it yeah. constantly. Uh, I'm at the practices. I'm at the shoot-arounds. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's the last part of his game. Yeah. Uh, I think I always say the sky, if not the atmosphere, is right. the limit right. for How Evan Mobley. How do you think he can get? Like, does he, you know, if he's going to battle with, with a, like a Joel Embiid, you know, I mean, is he, does he need to bulk up more? I mean, he's still so young. Joel Embiid is a, is a freak of nature. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. No, but, 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 that's, but the extreme, that's the extreme matchup. Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously, he's got a long way to go before he gets to that. But right. just, just to go with your average big, yeah. can, can can he develop his body? Because it doesn't even look like he has his, his true man but body. He, right. But he's been lifting a lot. Yes. They, they say he's been putting in that work in the gym every single day. And it's hard to lift. Why are you still trying to maintain your body and maintain your stamina? And he lifting every single day, getting stronger. Your so. skeletal system, in a large part, it is what it is. Right. I true. have talked with Tristan McKenzie in Arizona about that. He'd love to be bigger, but he, you know, he consumes all the food he can, and he, yeah. he can't get. You know, your makeup is. There's what a reason they call him sticks. That's it. Yeah. So I mean, I, my hope is Poor that because McKenzie. he's so young. I wish I had that problem. I, but you know what? Think about it. When you were yeah. 23, 24 yeah. years old. Some guys grow into their man body late where they get their chest and their shoulders, and I don't think Mobley's even no. to that point right. yet. So he could He's still very him. young. He's yeah. a 21-year-old kid. That's what yeah. we forget. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what we right. forget. I mean, he was only 19 years old when he was right. the number three pick in the draft, and uh, to your point, he's been living in the weight room. He yeah. has spent so yeah. much time in that weight room. So he's developing that upper body. He's developing that shoulder and chest area that you alluded to. And uh, I think if you were to go back and look at a picture of Evan Mobley, March 29th of last year to March 29th of this year, you, you'll you see where he's filled out somewhat. And he, you, you see it in his game. Yes. You know, when yes. he gets the ball, last year he catched his ball, he's about 12 feet from the basket. Now he's getting the ball, and now they're not, he's not letting him root him out of the paint. Now he's close enough to shoot the baby hook. He's getting the ball facing, and now instead of them cutting him off there for two dribbles, two, three dribbles, he's to the rim, finishing strong. Yeah. So you can see it where his positioning on the court and how he's 
finishing and driving a basketball shows that he's yeah. getting a little stronger as well. Absolutely. I totally agree. I love that little baby. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and yeah, and now nice he's nice great. Remember that play? I can't remember what game it was where he grabbed like four rebounds in one possession. <laughs> and he kept, he kept throwing it out. Yeah, and he kept kicking it out. And they would miss three balls, and right. finally he said, the heck with this, yeah. I'm just jamming <laughs> this miss home. What team was that? <laughs> that was the Rockies Houston. Sunday. It was a good oh, right, right, You have yeah. a, a stat on I do. Hey, take tag. We're full here, Steve. Check out this Evan Mobley stat that Cavs Notes just posted a second ago. Last night, Evan Mobley became just the third player in NBA history to finish with 20 points, 15 rebounds, six assists, four block, one steal, and no turnovers. Pretty elite company. Shaquille wow. O'Neal and Hakeem Olajuwon. I think you should have just called it one shy of a, uh, a quadruple nickel, but, you know, whatever. Please. That's <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah. guys. And, and look at the and company no he's in. By the, by the way, I heard somebody talking about this. I think it was Kendrick Perkins was talking about it. Um, he said that when Kendrick you look Perkins at... Perkins don't know his ass from his elbow. Well, I mean, he knows big people. <laughs> he's big. And I agree with him when he said about yeah, this. Okay. He said, look, A... The way Evan Mobley plays defense, he said Evan Mobley can guard five positions. If you switch on a pick and roll, he's not going to lose anything with a guard. He can drop back. He covers for big for big. And the thing that makes him devastating is he can test almost every single shot without fouling. He's only averaging like two fouls per game. And, and he said, you know how hard it is to contest? Yeah. Three or four of the panelists was like, look, he should not only be get some votes for defensive player of the year, but they think he could possibly be on one of the three all defensive teams. In terms of the the, the, the Cavaliers defense, do you think Mobley and Allen could take it to another level in the playoffs? Because they've already been great. Absolutely. I, if you know in the history of NBA postseason basketball, it slows down. It becomes Every possession, possession by possession yep. by possession. You don't see the pace. You don't see the fast break right, basketball right, yeah. game by game, especially as the teams adjust to one another. It turns we, into chess. Yes, it does in a seven-game series. So that's the beauty. That's why I think, as I mentioned earlier, the Cavs are built for postseason basketball because of that twin tower aspect yeah. with Allen and Mobley. And you talked about Evan being able to go out and defend all five positions. When Jared's in the middle, Jared is, to me, the linchpin of the defense. It all revolves around Jared because Jared has that paint protection, rim protection for the Cavs. That allows Evan to get out on the wing, use that athleticism and that size to defend a three ball, use his athleticism to chase around a guard if he has to. JB's not bashful about putting Evan Mobley on a small if he has to because <coughs> he has that athleticism and that ability. So... Absolutely, I think that that combo is going to be a, a, a matchup nightmare for the opposition. What a How luxury do you, that is. Absolutely. It's a huge luxury to Tim, have. Tim, who is the leader of the team and who is the heart of the team? Is it, or is it the same guy? Wow, that's, that, that's a good question. Uh, I think the guys look to Donovan because of the fact that he has the experience that yeah. he has and he carries himself so well. Um, so I, I would think Donovan... From my perspective, I don't yeah. want to answer for the guys themselves, but I think right. I think he's the leader of the team. And what was your second part? The heart of heart. the team. The heart of the team. Uh, that's a good question. I mean, isn't I, that I, often though the same person? Sometimes it is. Yeah. Sometimes it is. I don't know um, why you know it better than me, but for me, it feels like Jared Allen is the heart of the team. I don't know why. I, I'm not even sure why. Well, I I, that, I I think he plays a much more critical role than people give him credit yeah, for. Yeah, he's the forgotten you, guy of the floor. If you look no back to last season, 
Cavs are riding high. They would have been in the playoffs rather than the play-in if Jared doesn't get hurt. Right. Right. Uh, their one-loss record with Jared on the floor compared to Jared not on the floor is pretty dramatic. Right. And so, you know, I don't know if I want to use the term heart of the team, but he's a real overlooked aspect as yeah. far as the success of the team is concerned. I, yeah, I, I definitely, when I look at, uh, when, when I look at Donovan Mitchell, I think to me, he's the best two guard in the league for my money. Um, because what you'll see is in the playoffs, you, you on the road, you're, you're going to look for somebody. You might get hit in the mouth and get down by 10 or 12 points. And you need that one guy to say, oh, no, we're not going to get blown out of here. I'll hit a couple of shots, keep us in them. And I think the Cavs will be really – they'll find out the luxury of having a guy who does not change his mentality on the road and at home. Jetty and the rest of the guys and Lamar Stevenson may not give you that. But I, I, think, I think when you talk about Donovan Mitchell, he gives you something different where you can say, hey – We'll, we'll stay in this game until everybody can catch up a little bit. Absolutely. I think he did that last night. You were talking about his shot volume last right, night. Right, yeah. But I think he did that. They needed somebody to be that guy. They needed somebody to kind of take over and mm -hmm. put the team on his right. back. Interesting note, uh, Donovan last night with another 40-plus game. That's 10, 10 40-plus games he's had for the Cavs this year. His five years in Utah total, he had nine. Wow, and doesn't yeah, that wow. 10 either tie or break LeBron's <laughs> yeah, record? Yeah, for those I, 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 I think I thought he so. tied it. I think he tied That's it. Tied but LeBron. think about the fact yeah, in one LeBron. season with the Cavs, he That's surpassed me five years. Particularly when you consider the talent that's here. So Rudy right. It's not like the cupboard's barren. He has to score 40 a night. Look at this. Third most ever for an NBA player in his first season with the team behind Wilt and Walt Bellamy. That's crazy. That was a long time ago. Look at Wilt's number. That is crazy. 32 Wilt times. <laughs> 32 times. <laughs> He said, roll him out there and give him 40. Will is a cheat code. And it's really impressive that he's a guard. A I didn't think he – I, I say it all the time. I watch him play, and I watch a, a decent amount of basketball, right? And I didn't think he was this good. I, I did not think he was this good. Don, Donovan? Donovan Mitchell was hiding in plain sight out in Utah. Yeah. They just didn't get the national exposure. You don't see, or even when they were really good with Donovan and Gobert, yeah. you didn't see him on TNT no. and ESPN. They're not a sexy draw. They, you know, they weren't. Right. You know, and so and they play on the West Coast per se in Utah. Right, right, yeah. So you, you don't see him a lot even on SportsCenter. The games weren't over by 11 o'clock. So yeah, right. this guy is racking up some all-star appearances. But to your point, you're like, yeah, he's pretty good. Mm -hmm. And then you see him yeah. night in, night out, and you're going, holy smokes, he's an elite player. He really is. I mean, the 71 points, so it was like. <sighs> yeah, you're not doing that without having that, that gear. I, I, I certainly hope that everybody gets to see more of them and not less in the play. Like, I, to your point earlier, it, it's going to feel like a letdown that the season didn't meet expectations if they don't win that first series. Right, and, and then if they do, it's it, all gravy from there. I think so, too, <laughs> I because agree with it's, that. Just yeah. the, it's just the idea of having these young kids go through the paces of not playing the same team back-to-back-to-back-to-back, to back to back to back, but getting that opportunity twice. Because as you know, Tim, in the NBA, nobody goes from here to here. There's steps that are that 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 you have to go through, and last year they Unless took that first LeBron. baby step, <laughs> but they didn't even really get into the playoffs. Yeah. Now they're here. It'd be nice if they could take a second step this year, so they add that shooter that we talked about, and now you can actually envision them saying, "Yeah, this team's built to make a deep run into the playoffs." Yeah, I mean to your to Jay's point, like it, let's say they beat the Knicks, 
lose a, lose a six game series to Milwaukee. You had a really good shooter. Now next year we're thinking, well, maybe they can win a title. Sure. You know, I mean, depending on who that shooter is, but. Well, I always go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, well, I just I always like to play the if I had told you game. Yeah. So if I had told you back oh, in yeah, training it. camp and preseason, hey, the Cavs are going to finish with the fourth seed and they're going to get a home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs. Would you have taken that? That's where I picked. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, I, I, picked so I don't I don't think believe me, I want them to win. I hope they go as far as they can go. But even if they were to get beat in the first round, I don't consider that a, a major disappointment because I think in the big picture, the organizational goal was let's yeah. avoid that play in, which meant top six. Sure. I mean, if you get top four, it's They've gravy. definitely taken a step forward. Yeah, oh, there no, is no I doubt. Think, I think your in the beginning oh. of the year, I, my expectations have changed now, so I would be disappointed personally, if, especially if they got, let's say they got just hammered in this series. I, I don't think that's likely, but if it did happen, that oh, would that, be I think that would be a disappointment. If they were losing right. five or something like that to the yeah, Knicks. I, that would be, you know, I, I, I'll be disappointed personally, fair or unfair. They I'll added an elite player. Yeah. So you expect I them to, to take one a jump. And right. But if, if no way you could expect them to beat Milwaukee. I mean, there's no way. Uh, no, you can't I, expect it's that. House money I can see it, man. Series. There's a big difference. It. You can see it can and see expect it. it. I don't expect it, but yeah, I can see it. Oh, I can it. see them beating anybody. No. I can see them beating Boston or Milwaukee. That's the fun. I can. Is that the fun part about this team? Because you get to watch them as they grow, and, and you know they got enough talent to compete. So you're saying, hey. If they get past the first round, it's all house money. Who knows? You get, you get to enjoy them games, right? It, well, me personally, it's been a real joy to watch them grow because yeah. I'm now in my fourth season. Right. It, Darius and I are on the same track. Uh, he's in his fourth <laughs> season as well. Nice. Uh, his level has gone way up. But, uh, as well no. as his pay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's for sure. But you know, my first year was the 19-win season, and then yeah. my second year was oh. 22. So to watch this team last year jump to 44, yeah. and now this year, absolutely, it's it's a joy to watch those guys really yep. develop. And it goes back to as I mentioned earlier with JB Bickerstaff, and to see the role that he has played in really nurturing these guys mm -hmm. and allowing them to flourish. It's it is it's a lot of fun. Going absolutely. to all the sites that you have, what in your mind is the single most difficult building to win in? Wow, that's a great question. Well, it's ironic that even though I'm in my fourth year, there were arenas that I saw for the very first time this, this year. This year, right. right. Yeah, because yeah. of COVID and all that. So you're talking just East or NBA in NBA general? NBA in general, but you can, if you want to go East and West and, and who whose building is toughest? That's a great question. I mean, it, listen, even with the first round series coming up, MSG is a tough place to play. It can there, be. There's an aura. Yeah, you and I think feel. those fans are going to be rabid because oh. they're just dying for success. There. Absolutely. They've got a couple of decades of, of, of frustration that's pent up. Yeah. I mean, that's a tough place to play. Boston's a tough place to play. Uh, you know, the, the ones that always seem to garner the attention, Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, Oracle used to just be. Yes. Ridiculous. But even the, the new. The new one's not as same. Not, they're not really on top of right, you. But still, they make noise. Yes, they do. They uh, that's noise. a tough place we, to play, and Denver is as well. Do you have a go-to pizzeria? Can I advise you when you go to New York? <laughs> advise me, please. I mean, if you're willing to go to Brooklyn, you got to go to DeFars, which is the best pizzeria in Brooklyn. There's a 20-minute really? answer here. Tim, just be ready. What's the matter? It's, it's a 20-minute answer. He'll give you a whole mile. I mean, I can give pizza. you a place everywhere, but DeFars Pizza in Brooklyn on Avenue M and East 15th Street, I believe. Now, when we played the Nets, 
We yeah, actually stay in Brooklyn. We don't right. stay in Manhattan. Well, where do you stay in Brooklyn? What part of Brooklyn do you know? Near where the Nets are? Uh, like literally, the hotel is right next to the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, yeah, right. You okay. walk out of the hotel and that, you walk we, under the bridge. For people like me that grew up in Brooklyn, we call that New Brooklyn. That's where all the people that are live, grew up in other parts of the country, move. Where That's I the yuppie up, Brooklyn. I grew up in old school Brooklyn where only people from Brooklyn live. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not and that's sexy. where you find the good pizza, well, too. Brooklyn, right. Brooklyn by, the, by the way, Brooklyn by itself would be the fifth largest city in America, if you think wow. about that. That's, that's crazy. That's how big it is, population-wise. I didn't know that. Yes, and uh, so so getting to DeFaro's is inconvenient, I will say that, but, uh, but worth Joe's it. on Bleecker Street, that's in Manhattan. That's a really, it's a takeout place, quick in and out. Yeah, I've been to that one. That's a great place. Really good. Go ahead. So if we play the Knicks in the first round, what's so the place? I would say DeFaro's. Well, I don't know if I'm going to go over to Brooklyn. Yeah, he's not going to go to Brooklyn. Give him a place in Midtown. Give him a place. Yeah. Go to Joe's on Bleecker. Yeah. It's a little downtown from <laughs> Are you saying that the trip to the pizza place is worth it? I say it is. For me, all, depends all, how much. For Bull, it's worth it to all, go from wow. here to there. <laughs> all you got to do is walk through three sketchy neighborhoods by yourself. <laughs> That's basically what it is. Steakhouse in New York, not far from the garden, called Old Homestead. You ever been there? No. I bet you have. <laughs> I bet you have. <laughs> <laughs> you got me figured out. This man. Tell it. Food is priority one. Oh, I'm Food's stunned by that. <laughs> this man Food's was like, I ain't been to all the arenas. Old and then he said, you've been in this restaurant. <laughs> Go to place. Uh, McNuggets, Tim, thanks, man. Thanks. Oh, yeah, I mean, great having you yeah. in. Yeah. Great yeah. insight. Really, let's really go good insight. Let's get, yeah, let's go. Let's the get that series I'm win. I'm done with the regular season. Let's get to the playoffs. Yeah, no, it's, it, yeah. it seems like this last two more weeks. Months, it's, it feels like three months. Yeah. You just want the playoffs to begin already. I'm excited Tim, thanks so much. For appreciate the you guys. Too. It's we been a lot of fun. Thank you. Very good. McNuggets, what do you got? I got a couple reads to do while we get Tim out of here. Tim, appreciate you coming in. But first, I want to tell everybody that if you're not already a member of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, there are two tiers that you can be a part of to be. By the way, Mike, I got to cut you off for a minute because it's a little rude to say while we get Tim out of here. Well, we have to unmike him. It's I not know a, that, but it's not a nice him. way to say it. Get get him out of here. Like, God, get, get rid of this guy. What Tim, are you, you are welcome to come back whenever you want. That is a standing offer when you're downtown. <laughs> I did not mean that in a disrespectful way. I know you did. But just, for a buck ninety nine, you can become a starters tier member of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. That gets you loyalty badges, custom emojis, and members only community <laughs> posts. For four ninety nine a month, that gets you into our coaches tier membership. That is all the same starter tier perks you get, plus Thanks, overtime videos, member shout outs, discount codes for merch, and more. So In overtime today, we are talking about the DAP seen around the world. OBJ and Kevin Stefanski. Is there a possible reunion in Cleveland? Stop that it. Is By being the way, for overtime here. I got a couple more, but don't let me. I'm right. But here. on this, it has to do with this. About memberships. Yes. Did we put out that promo yet? It is. Oh, it was I really sent good. You I watched it finally Twitter. this morning. I seen it. I, I seen. It. I was good promo. I like that. Dope. Okay. Yeah, it's my. out. It's also twelve thirty, which means it's time to yes. remind everybody that Collie Racing is the official sponsor of the lunch hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Collie Racing is your official NASCAR team of Northeast Ohio, and AJ Allmendinger won a race this weekend for Collie, and I am sure that he warmed up for the race with a pregame built bar, all the protein needed to sustain a three-hour race in a NASCAR. Xfinity Series car. Impressive feat from AJ Allmendinger. And he still, despite being a professional NASCAR driver, used promo code LOCKDOWN15 for 15% off built bars at built.com. Uh. 
Colic.com. All right, let me say I'm not thrilled with the transition from Colic to Built. I think you could have done a better job with that. I forgot about it earlier in the show, so I just had to make it happen. Here. <laughs> right. AJ Almondinger. I mean, that's such a great name. That's a wonderful name. He's a really cool dude, by the way. I think I yeah. told you guys, but I actually did a one on one interview with him. What does that Tyler, say? I've squid. won so many times, I've forgotten how many I won. Hey, what you need to do? What you need to do Pretty is stop. Sure I've won nine, so hey, it's a lie. You sound yeah. like you Pretty sound sure. like Cam from Canada, who's like the Browns are eight-time champs. Cam, I love you. Nobody, most people don't give a rat's ass about the Browns championship. Now listen, there were three black guys and four teams. Come on, stop. Now, McNuggets, four teams. you know he gonna have a fit if you stop playing the guessing game when he here. Did I? Did we I will still do true and false one times. We're gonna. Tyrus ain't moving. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Tyrus ain't moving. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. If you get rid of the guessing game, they're like, Tyrus going to be mad. He going to call you, text you, McNuggets. Hey, man, what you mean we ain't doing that no are more? Are we doing a live show? Wait finds out we've let him win a lot. That's crazy, right? <laughs> don't keep that on now, the NFL. Now all of a sudden, they let me win. Well, don't let me win today. Because I'm going back <laughs> to back today. We know it means a lot Do you Do you think win. Jay or I would ever let anybody win in anything? Yeah, Exactly. Never. <laughs> I don't know. G's a little more mellow. The yeah. real Jay question is, is no G. Way. Bush not a chance. second today? Oh, well, you already know what I bring to the table. Uh, who winning that, who win in that in poll the on the AFC teams? Tyvis, you won in emphatic fashion. Okay. Emphatic that's fashion. That's embarrassing the for the fans. Congratulations. Tyvis, he was very good. Did I at least finish second? That's one win. On it's one win on the day. What's that? Yeah. You did finish second. Can we have the final poll results? I'd like to hear Yes. Them. Over you 300 votes. You don't want to know the gap. The gap Over 300. Huge. Okay, go ahead. Tyvis had 65%. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bull had 19. G. Bush had 12. J. 4%. Oh, so, I got to tell you, I'm stunned. Yeah, you had the last pick, so it was tough. <laughs> no, but I got to tell you, I'm stunned that I got 4%. <laughs> I know these idiots. Hey, hey I'm the, I'm, you yeah, know, I called you idiots. I'm, I'm the Ross Perot of this thing. Give me, you know, give me that. Give me that. Ross Perot. Generalized Ross Perot. This is why it's, I'll be, Dude, I'll be going over here sometimes. Generalized tomorrow, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Ross Perot call out is somebody. Yeah. You, have you to know do what? Dead or alive, one of these. Do you days. know why you got? Ross is dead. We'll talk dead or alive. Ross dead. Ross yes, dead. I do. do you know do why you got four percent? Why? Because no. Tracy is at home watching. Tracy right wouldn't now, jump into that cesspool. She, she, <laughs> she gladly hit Jay. <laughs> you know, she, Tracy, she had, we love she you. Actually she, banned, she, <laughs> she actually banned the app. She told her iPhone, do not update this app. <laughs> she we'll doesn't know anything about a chat room. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, right. How about this? We'll do Dead or Alive Friday. That's a promise. Dead or Alive oh, Friday. Fr Let's oh, do Friday. Sports <laughs> Dead or Alive. That sports and, and act. I think it's got to be everything. I, yeah, I, but I there's it. a lot of sports guys. You're like, hey, you know what? I'm not sure. I got a tune I'm not sure. I'll sports and entertainment, I think. Yeah, sports okay. and we'll do that yeah. Friday. Yeah. Uh, today's true and false. Okay. Elijah Moore, the newest Cleveland Browns right. weapon. Do you have a parlay on this? I'm going to go. G's getting second. I yeah. got both first. I like G's the confidence. second. I'm actually think Tyrus is going to come in last year. I'm, I'm going to go. The odds on that are outstanding. Ty Earl, uh, Anthony, we haven't started yet, so scorekeeper's back. Okay. Perfect timing. What's Elijah Moore's favorite color? <laughs> blue. Is it red? True or false? Blue. I mean, that's that's it what we're doing. It's blue. There, yeah, listen. Okay, you guys say, ready? It was red, it's but blue. it changed it. <laughs> now it's brown. His it's favorite color is now brown. Okay. Question number one of Elijah Moore's favorite false. By the way, sorry, Mike. I got to cut you off again. It's inappropriate, but I'm going to do it. Roll your eyes. Is anybody's favorite color really brown? No. Have you ever met anyone whose favorite color was brown? LeBron had a funny take where he would say, Racist, why don't they change the colors? What? He's like, why don't they change the colors? Have you ever stepped out of your house and you weren't going to a Browns game? 
See? Where you had orange and brown on, and you looked Never. in the mirror and said, "Man, I look good today." Swagged no. out, and he's right. I tell you what, Joe Hayden had the best brown swag I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. He used to swag his outfits. Huh? Yeah. All you Eric Metcalf was good boy, back was in the dripping. day. Hey, listen, D and, uh, D and Jimmy Haslam. Y'all, I know you listen to your boy. I got the pulse of the street. Please just get the gunmetal gray and put it with that Browns. That is fire. Yeah. Everybody wants it. Just go ahead. A lot and of give teams it already do it. They already do it. Come Gun on, man. Y'all, yeah, let's go. Uh, it is time. Why Question number one of Elijah Moore, true and false. It's a long one. Bear with me. White face man. In 2019, Moore led Ole Miss to a win over Mississippi State despite drawing a 15-yard penalty for a touchdown celebration where he pretended to pee on a fire hydrant <laughs> like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who made these questions? You or Anthony? Combo. I don't like that. This I, had, I knew the answer for sure if it was Anthony. With, with Mike involved, it could be crazy. They didn't. They, they didn't mess with my. They, listen, somebody has sabotaged my marker over here. Ooh. Yeah, mine too. It's weak. Hold on, come in with more. Everybody, oh, Jay's got false. Jay Everybody says false. It's not all true. Some of it's true. And Jay is correct. Yep. He did. I got it. Pretend to pee on a fire hydrant. Yeah, but he did draw a penalty. Thanks. Here, here, take this one. That penalty is the reason they lost the game. They ended up missing See, the extra that's point. Nonsense. If it was yep. Anthony, he, I, I, I. But it was such a big deal. Like, come on. It was a huge deal. Yeah. yeah it was a big. It, it was a big deal. Come that game on. got Matt Luke fired. His head coach right. at Ole Miss. You're right. I don't think you should ask questions where half the questions right and half wrong. I don't like. I, that. He that said was instead of were. That's lame. Jay has one. Question number two. Or he's sour. Moore was named an Under Armour All-American his senior year of high school. True or false? Man, if you go to Ole Miss and you start an SEC, you might as well. Let me see. Let me go with the true. And you had a single digit? Gee, giving stuff away here publicly. I don't know what he's doing over here. Well, it, that was part of that time when Ole Tyvis Miss. has true. Everyone that says That was part true of that time when around. Ole Miss was slaying the recruiting. Yeah, it remember is true. that? Hey, you freeze. And then I ended up they were cheating. You freeze. But they were. They had the number one now recruiting no class. Cheating. It's good. Now, now it's yeah. just called uh, good business. By the way, I saw. <laughs> hey, you're of, right. Uh, of course, not a shocker. He's one of the like the the 15 sports media people you'd expect to say this. But Dan Dockage was. Uh, tweeted yesterday. Oh, I hate NIL and I hate the transfer portal. I, and I'm like, yes, of course, that's Dan. I went to his camp. Oh, I went to a Bowling Green camp. Why would you hate? I went to Bowling Green bas you? basketball camp. And did it you was, really? It was, oh. Because, Lord, well, Jesus. he looked like an ass, by the way. It was a team he camp. Said, what's that? Oh, oh. What's that doppy looking guy who's really good center for Purdue? Oh, Zach Eady. He tweeted now? yesterday that he had sources. <laughs> so, Dockage said that, what's his name again? Zach Eady. That Zach Eady, the guy from Purdue, the yeah. guy. Yeah. Was transfer was in the transfer portal, yeah. and then now maybe he's lying. But two minutes later, Edie said that's not true. Wow. Yeah. So, so yeah. Dan Dockage is who he is. Question we, number three. All we're allowed. Uh, uh, people allowed going blind falses. Yeah, Tyvis put a blind false. Up. Is, is that is that worth is that worth two <laughs> no, or minus no. two? No, no, but he's had success with the blind no. false. No. I don't <laughs> think he's got one of these wrong yet. Okay, but maybe this will be the first. Right. Moore set an Ole Miss single game record for receiving yards. With he probably against Vandy. He did. You want to change your answer? Maybe he's nah. Us I'm just going. I'm, it's game. too late. I don't know. I got to stand on it. I stand on business. And they had AJ Brown. They I just said false. They didn't had they didn't had a DK Metcalf. I got true. Bull says true. Jay says true. The answer is true. Yeah. Really? Three and zero, maybe. So I said it. You when I seen Vanderbilt, I said, you, you oh yeah, like he that? did do that. 
But they got a lot of receivers, man. DK like Metcalf, AJ Brown, Elijah Moore, back to back to back years. Anthony, want to give us a score up? The Quan Trent, you're not going to win. Tyvis, give it a score update. I heard it. Being Jay Morris is tied at one. Give it in a pro way score update. Why? Because he didn't get the top score first. Yes, he did. He said oh, Jay. No, he no, said, no, I gave Jay he said Bull has two. Way I wrote it. And G and Titus have one, and Jay has three. Hey, you know what, Anthony? That's the way to be in your alpha male bag. Yeah, yeah I, know, I like that. That's the way to be in your. Hey, talk to these people. Tyvis, sit down and shut up. Is what he said. <laughs> Without saying it, that's what I heard. The next question, question number four. Okay. Moore caught. 28 passes for 407 yards as a senior in high school. Stop. Ignore the bad grammar in this question. <laughs> bad grammar. More caught hat. Hey, we ain't had no falses yet. Come on, bro. Y'all, y'all, listen, it's just. That was Anthony. Process of elimination. No, the first one was a false. We ain't had one in a while. I was like, wait a second, wait a second. Medicine second. when I wrote that question. Last week, I changed two Look. questions. I changed it to the wrong answer both times, and it cost me. And hopefully, I have not done that again. It's been a while. Let's see. I'm saying true. True for both, false for everybody else. No, 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 no. true also. Oh, Tyvis said yes! true. Yes! Oh. Tyvis said the right answer. <laughs> it's crazy. He probably got hurt, right? He had 28 uh, catches, okay, 47 yards, and was still an Under Armour All-American. That, that's oxymoron. That only seems to make sense happen. to me. It is both what, what type of those? It what? had to be true because those numbers were so absurdly bad. What type of sick individual keeps score on his own board? The same an individual that writes before this competition it's, start. I'm pretty sure I won eight times. It's not what I said. It's, just not what I said. it's the same guy who goes down in the middle of a pickup game that has to repeat the score because people be cheating. Yes. Right. Five, four. Yep, five. I, you're Question number five. Yeah. Elijah Moore has a twin sister named Maddie. True or false? Oh, that's a Mike special right there. Maddie doesn't seem Maddie Moore like a, a white name. That, that, <laughs> that is definitely not Elijah. No Maddie it's probably, see, and well, Elijah's a Bible name. Yeah. So wouldn't if you had twins, wouldn't you give both of them? It just sounds like some absurd. His Bible name, that sounds like <laughs> no, that sounds like McNuggets his, absurdity right there. This this man's sister's name should you know, be you know what? Marissa or something. It's so absurd. Esther. Her name is Esther. It's so she absurd. She has Esther and Elijah. She I does have a twin, true. but her name is not Maddie. I need to catch yes, up. Yes, that's going to be right. False. Tyvis says true. Everyone else says false. <laughs> oh, you're going The first. answer is false. Moore is I should have left it. Yeah. I should have left it. Yeah. So you would officially be out of it. Maddie, yeah, Maddie is a is a junior at, at St. Ignatius <laughs> Sister School. All right, four, four, three, one. Our right? best friend is Tammy. Correct. Yeah. Well, Tammy's an old smoker day. How many we got left? Hey, three it left. Ain't four, Ooh, we got a lot this week. You could tie it. It ain't four, well, four, three. Left. Hold on. Three left. Correct. Man. Anthony, score update before we go. We got nine questions. Well, this Jay week. tied for four. Tyvis and G tied for two. So four, two. Okay. Next Ooh, question. Don't flip up. I know. I thought you were out. <laughs> Sean Watson and the Browns needed a speed receiver. True or false? Moore ran a 4-3-2 no, he three, ran a 4-3-3 at his I think he did run a 4-3-3, honestly. I thought it was a 4 3 one. I thought it was a 4 3, three. What? Be, Where are you like getting, this, ta where you getting this time from? The combine. It's pro day. It's it's pro day. Oh, it's pro day. Okay. Oh, no, I wanted to count. He didn't run at the combine. True for Bull. True for G. False for J. False for Tyvis. The answer. Pick? Why are you going to pick what I picked? 
I didn't know what you said. How am I supposed to know what he said? Because I showed it. I had already written mine down. That's I'm five and one. I'm yeah. glad you missed You're that. sensitive I'm over there. I'm glad that you about to lose. He's, nah. <laughs> he's, he's ain't there. nobody about to lose. <laughs> you. Five, four, three, two. We all go lose. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. right. Oh. Tybus was like, I'm You have officially lost. Tybus so, was like, that's out. fine. You're out. That's fine. False. As long as Jay become with By the way, Mike, did predict Tybus would finish last. He did. He hasn't locked up last, but he can't win. In fact, he predicted the order that we are. No, no, I'm in second. That's right. He had me third. You're in second. Question number left? seven. Yeah. Elijah's Don't middle choke. name is Danilo. Danilo. True, true or false? Elijah Danilo Moore. Gallinari. Come on, Jay. You know I know some. Look at me, Jay. That, that don't even <laughs> sound smart right. enough to make up a name like Danilo. He could have looked up somebody else's middle name. Yeah, that don't even but I take that person. That don't even vibe right. That don't sit right in my soul. Let me tie for first. Let me tie for last. True. Tyvis says true. Tyvis says true. Tie false for, and false. Tie for the answer. last. Bulls in my head. Yeah, I am too dumb yes. to think of a name like Danilo. That was only <laughs> copy and pasted from two yep. verified it sources. It sounded right. What's the, <laughs> what's the, what's the final? So who got that one right? You, uh, Bull and Ty. I think Bull clinched the dub with that one. I think he did. I've clinched before the last one. Hey, man. Yeah, because I've got four and he's got six. No, no. So, yes. so am I tied in last place? Yes. No, no you're yeah, one so behind. So real quick G. score right now, you guys. We've got Bull with six, Tyvis and G with three, and Jay with four. Oh, we got to run the last one. We got to run the last one. Because I need to just No, no, Tyvis missed that one, didn't he? No, yeah, I did not. Oh, you one, got that I tried to tell you. I knew something. You did. Look at it. You got to look at the hair. It just looked like something, you know? Man. Yeah. It looked like something that he would do. Last question. Just looked like something. Danilo. He just looked like a Danilo. the people's champ today? Question seven. Or question eight, excuse me. More originally committed oh. to Alabama before flipping to Ole Miss on National Signing Day. Nah, bro, you weren't no Alabama guy. False. I actually don't know the answer. You you wasn't in there. You don't know this one? It's false, man. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Gee, boom. I need you to get this right and Tyvis to get it wrong for me to hit. <laughs> actually, actually, it, uh, I just remembered something. You, you know what? I... No pressure answer for me. Nope, for anyone. Why would you do that? Wait a minute. No, no, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Change your answer. Tyvis is changing. I will allow the change. Nope, then I'm going to stick with false. No, you this guy. I'm good. I'm going to stick with the false. I'm going to stick with the false. The answer? Stick with the false. Is false. I was going to let him change. I know, because he wanted to get his parlay right. He did change his original commitment, but it wasn't to Alabama. That is correct. It was originally Georgia. Yeah. And then so he switched. You know how I knew that out. Bull, you are the Elijah Moore people's champion. He wanted today. me to change. Can you pass me the belt, please? <laughs> you shouldn't have, really. You shouldn't That's have. That's what my mom used to say. No, I did stick That's with. what my mom oh. used to say to me. I wrote false. <laughs> pass Dave, me the belt, please. I'm like, no, go get yourself. We are the champions, my friends. Six to five, is that what the final score was? And I'll keep on singing till the end. What'd you do we with the money? We are the champions. <laughs> I am What'd you the do champion. With the money? No time. What did you for do with the money? Because <laughs> I am the champion. You can tell when somebody what? ain't won in a while, what? boy. What did you do yeah. with the money? <laughs> what? What'd you do with the money? 
What money? The money your parents gave you for singing lessons. <laughs> That's an old dad joke. That was a joke. dad joke right and there. And you fell for it. That rendition of the champions is brought to us by the current that. Xfinity Series champions, Colleague Racing, <laughs> the official NASCAR team of Northeast Ohio. We got one more thing to get to today, fellas, and that is the new NFL rules that are being implemented for next season. There's a no bunch good of them. Rules. The they one that matters. No, by the way, uh, be, today. <coughs> yesterday Jason said that it was a fait accompli that Thursday night was going to get Thankfully approved. Thankfully, didn't. That was stupid. Well, they pushed the can down the road. They're going to vote again. On, they're going to vote on it in May. But there were a couple of owners who came out and emphatically said they were John Mara, the Giants. Mara was super. He said it's abusive to the fans. Wow. Yes, and he's yeah. right. It's abusive yeah. to the players. And most of the owners don't care about the fans, but no, but. Um, but I was, I was shocked. It's not fair. It, it's stupid. It's bad for the game. It's so short. I understand we don't want to have crappy matchups on Thursday night. Right. But, like, you know, you can't be switching all these games. It's I don't, I, I don't know. I think it's stupid. Yeah, I, think it's I agree. I hope they continue to vote against it. Yep. The one I want to talk about, though, because as G just mentioned, jersey, swag, it all sells. Oh, boy. You can now wear number zero in the NFL. About time. I'm not a fan. About time. Time is not a fan. Why not? I'm not a fan of it in the secondary. I just don't think it looked good on a DB. That's just I say, you know what? I say, if you want to look like a clown, go ahead and wear it. My personal zero is like a clown number. No, I just think my personal opinion is zero just don't look good in the secondary. I think it's a it's a linebacker slash D line type. When is zero ever good? Unless you're a pitcher. I want Dalvin Tomlinson to wear zero. Like zero's bad. Zero. I the, just the, don't care about the numbers. The so. definition of zero is yeah. bad. It's I nothing. Just, it's Calvin just a big Ridley, block. It's just a big block number. I just don't. I don't now, like it. Technically, in the secondary. When it comes to math, a zero is not really zero. There is no. It doesn't it, exist. It's, it's you know non-existent. Exist. Now here's the thing. I I like the zero um, because somebody is going to make themselves famous for the zero. This so if you're good if you're a good player, and you okay, change the right. zero. Now you get a bunch of jersey sales and zero is a new number. Would you buy a jersey though that had a zero on it? it if the player like good, I know who it is. Calvin Ridley just changed. You ever cons- when you buy a jersey of a player, I never consider their number. The, the number is the number is fire, especially if they're good. Look. I mean, it's a fashion statement. A jersey. I just I, don't yeah, like that. A lot it's why buy their favorite players. If Nick, if, if, if Nick Chubb said, if Nick Chubb says, he won't. I, I'm going to change my <laughs> no, number to zero because I have good. zero ego. Yeah. He's not that type well, of guy. Well, Greg Newsom tweeted. You see this? Yeah, he, he's, he's, he, he, he all in on it. I'm, yeah. I just don't like well, it in the secondary. Yeah, I don't like it either. I don't like it for anybody. I, it's fine on a linebacker or a D lineman, but I, don't, I just don't here's, like it here's what I will say. Man, I mean, if you're a good number for a, I feel like a D lineman should wear double zero. Can you wear double zero or just zero? No, you know what? They didn't say that you could wear Defensive lineman can't wear and offensive lineman can't wear the zero. That's the stipulation. I was saying defensive lineman. Well, they they can't wear a single digit number. Well, no, they can't yeah, they, wear zero. The, yeah, but they but but they're not allowed to wear single digits. Oh, yeah, they are on the offense and defense. A number, ain't no, all, defense, ain't Uncle Ronco wear seven? 50, 50 to 60. Yes. Did you see Deion Sanders? Yeah, but offense is 50 to 70. Did you see what Deion Sanders said about single digit numbers? Yeah, yes. Yeah, no. I like that. He he was basically like, and I don't really care. You know, you guys know me. I don't give rat's ass about right. numbers. Yeah. I do. But Deion said, I know a lot of players do. The number matters. So I get it. But Deion was like, First of all, he talked about how new players don't even get numbers like right away. Like you got to earn a number. Sure. Yeah, which I, I agree. And then he said, when it comes to single digit numbers, he's like, those are for special players. 
Yeah, the number the number two is for a special player. If you were number two, I don't care what position you is. You were number two, you that deal in football. Number two is like universally the best football number. But Michigan, it's one. Why is it two? I don't know. Two is just like really good. The number. Think about it. Think about who wears number two. Everybody that wears number two is really good. If if you think of well, see. I almost transferred schools because they didn't have no single digits. I said, I can't do this. My Defensive lineman with single digits? I was like, digits? I told Chase my mom, Young wore number it. two. Who? Chase Young wore number two at yeah, O State. Was that important to you? Hell yeah. Number, the number matters. I almost, Your number I almost rolled out. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, it's unacceptable. What did they do? Man, I, I ended up, I had 71. I wanted to go through. I had 71 in high school. So I was like, whatever. So I'm like, all right, y'all, y'all retired at 30 <laughs> number in high school. I got to I got to college. Was like, no, I'm definitely wearing a single digit. I'm definitely wearing one. They hey, were did like, you just low key dropped that they retired your jersey number in high school. Yes, I didn't know that. That's light. Gee, what number? <laughs> Seventy one. Seventy one. That's actually light for you. Yeah. Wow, I, I didn't know that. You How never many told numbers us they that retired? before. The only other part, the only other, the only other person they got their jersey retired, or the only other, the only other person to wear it was my two brothers. I let him wear it. He, my little brother wore it, and my middle brother wore it. Nobody it. wore it before you? Well, somebody had to wear it before Well, they, 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 they weren't good enough. <laughs> they weren't G. Bush. How many numbers are retired at Camp McKinley? I would, I think 27 is retired. Sheesh. I think 12 is out of here. Um, eight, what's it, 81 I mean, they put is guys at major college 80, programs. 81 is out of here. Well, I'm in the Hall of Fame. I mean, I mean, come on now. Like, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, you got to do that too. I'm in the Baseball Hall of Fame too. Stop playing. You with are? Your boy. What do you mean? I better 515, boo. Look at you. What about Look basketball? Uh, basketball. Because you played basketball too. Ba- basketball, I averaged 13 points a game. So let me ask you, yeah. can you take Jay? Cause I sure can, you know. It's not. It's oh, it's a given. You light can. work, light work. Um, in baseball, man, look, I gotta be in the cage. See, I ain't crazy like you. Yeah, I yeah. got to get in these cages. <laughs> you need to get in the cage. Like, I gotta get in these cages. It's natural. You know, no, no, it's no, no, natural no, no. You're not about to have this me is, out here looking This is God given. Right. All I gotta do is I'll show up. I'll tell you up. this right now. I'd you be would, a hell of a lot more afraid to pitch to G mm, than I would be. You know, pitch what? and to that's you. the mistake that you're gonna make, and you're gonna be like, you're gonna be like. Now one of dang is gone. Now one of my baseball jersey, <laughs> he gonna turn my his baseball jersey like, number oh. seventeen. The number is seventeen. Now oh, here, th- there's nothing more nasty. I'll tell you the nastiest numbers. If you're a DB, two. Nah, I mean nasty, ugly. I work oh, ugly years. numbers. If you Wait, G, before you go, I agree, and I want to know if you guys agree with this. And it's gonna get to what you're saying. I do think you look faster and or slower in certain jersey numbers. Like you can't yes. be fast wearing number forty four. Impossible. Thank you. But you you was on the listen, if you're a DB and they give you forty four, they you they've told you all they need to know about you. <laughs> they don't like your family, they don't like your your, your parent structure, they really think you're a scrub. John Lynch wore forty seven. Man, that's seven. He's a safety. Oh, you said 44 in particular. 44, 44. <laughs> 44 as a DB Tyvis is nasty. It's it's chicken grease. It's koala vomit. That it smell like Wait, what is it? <laughs> Ko- koala vomit. Koala vomit. <laughs> I don't like think I've just, ever heard that. No, listen, no, he he not wrong. If you if you play a DB, let's oh. say, let's say you at quarterback, right? You going through your matchups at wide receiver. You look out and see 44. I got him. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we going right. In. I don't care what the play is. That's where we going right now. I believe the new. I think his name's Devin Brown at Ohio State. 
Is that the new quarterback? Yeah, he went yeah. 33. Yeah. I he talked about this. By the way, I think it's your a terrible decision. Your quarterback cannot worth – he lost this, the position. Even I, the even second I he chose care. I, I, I said this, but he's – this is the thing. He's different, though, because I said the same thing when niggas, but then I did some digging into it. So he, he's paying it? tribute to some Yeah, some he is. Guy. I read why he's wearing and it. And then 33 why. has been his number his entire life. That's been his jersey number. So I'm like, that's different. Like, if I grew up – like, for example, no. my wife grew up 32 was the number for her, like when she was a kid. Yeah. So, like, if she was deciding to play, I don't know, Tybus. basketball, baseball or football, and, he's a and she was a quarterback and wore 32, I'd be like, right? okay, I understand. because He's that's a five-star quarterback prospect. He cannot wear 32. So, I agree, but he is. If he go, if he, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> You go out there and you play Michigan, you get smoked with a 33. Devin Gardner wore 98. And he started my career. He started my career. And we clowned clown Devin Gardner. It was no, and nobody knew who I was, but then I ran into Devin Gardner and he just, I became somebody. And Devin Gardner Shout was out to you, trash. Devin, and people, people got him up out of here. If you a quarterback <laughs> at Old State, they not. That that funny game stuff. No, you're let right. you let you lose to Michigan with, yeah, a with 33. 33. Bruh. <laughs> I said the you same, know what it looks I like. I said oh, the same man. thing last year. They got their first four quarterbacks hurt. They got the punt, backup punter playing quarterback. <laughs> That's great. 33. That's a fullback <laughs> number. G Bush. <laughs> That's crazy. G Bush G, what got are the, the waves. Like? He got the baby waves. Ooh. Let me see. Let me see. See. Steve just texted the picture. Yeah. Oh, G Bush. Where is it? What did you wear at OU? 71. 91. Oh, no, I thought you said 71. No, yeah. he said 71 in college. I, in I mean, in high school. I was like, I'm t- I, I, they wouldn't give it. I was like, well, let me get to 71. It's like, no, it's only for offensive linemen. Then my brother wore 71 when he was at OU. Defensive so your brother played too. offensive line. Yeah, he played guard. I got a super chat real oh, quick. Okay. I got to get in here. Uh, DB Dog 21 says, Damn. and I believe he's talking about people in the chat. I don't think he was referring to us, but he said, it's hilarious how people just blatantly refute Tim's take on JB being an excellent coach who's around him for a living. Well, they've only played pickup basketball. We Unbelievable. Didn't, yeah, we did. We I, didn't. I, I think he's because I see people in the chat arguing if JB's a good coach or not. So I think he's referring to that. Speaking of Tim, he texted us and said it, he had a blast. He wants to come on during the playoffs. So we'll bring Tim. Good. Back. Cool. I thought he was in great. The playoffs, he was awesome. Very good. We, I, his, I loved him. His voice plus the Ohio State announcer's voice. I forget his name. We Paul Keels. Paul Keels. Keels. Yeah. Ooh, there's something. Yeah. It's different. Yeah, there's well, like Tom eight, Hamilton it's too. eight tones deeper. Tom too. Yeah. Tom like Hamilton. Tom's got a great voice, yeah. but you know, like when you hear Paul and 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 Tim. They're down in the basement. Yeah. And by the way, he's <laughs> you know. a, and, and he get extra credit points because he could actually comb his hair backwards. He go, he does his slick. Paul has them joints on the side going down. <laughs> we can't do that. I can't wait to see Paul on Friday. <laughs> you I'm, you I'm know what bust, I'm talking about. I'm start everything. Oh, yeah. Uh, you really do. You're one of the most observant people I think I've oh, ever yeah. known. Somebody, somebody told, somebody told me seen. that uh, Paris Campbell's wearing zero for the Giants. So, there you go. Did you guys ever see the movie um, – uh, uh, yeah, role models. It's called role models. Yes. Yeah, of course. That sounds like okay. I have. Who, who's in it? So it's it's um, role models. That's you know, you got a TV show coming up play, with TV I names. Know. The guy who plays Ant Man. I'm, I'm thinking. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Yeah. And then the the guy who was Stifler from the American Pie movies. <laughs> Sean William Scott. Okay, couldn't think of either. Oh, his name Paul, is man. his name is right. Jeff Stifler. By the way, Stifler. I am recording oh, I my first TV podcast tonight. Yes, including top five post-apocalyptic shows ever. Um, you got to get got one man questions, but uh, G Bush, there's a scene in that where they're in the woods <laughs> and the Stifler guy is teaching the little kid how to look at women's boobs without looking directly at them. <laughs> <laughs> so that's G Bush. He can like see every, he's not like, you think he's not even paying attention. No, he really he is man. three dimensional. So, so you're right. saying he's not really blind. 
He's not, but he's, no. he's observant. He sees everything. And, I mean, he's a renaissance man. He is. The guy can do women's makeup. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure there's there's <laughs> talent this dude has that we don't even know about. Oh, by the way, I got he knows Pokemon. By the way, yes. I, I, when we come back tomorrow, I'm gonna bring you my custom fragrance. I got a custom fragrance. It's of called Nocturnal. Of course, it's called That's Nocturnal, not, and it's not even surprising. And, and it's by 62 degrees. They should they partner with me. It's I got two surprising. of them. So I'm gonna bring those in so y'all can see packaging. Is he the only person on the planet Shout that's out an authority on women's makeup, Pokemon, and sports? And he's designed bikinis, bro. And designed bikinis. And played D1 football. Overtime is next. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow if you're not in the ballers. <laughs> Coach's tier. Yeah. <laughs> uh.